What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. everyone aha surprise yeah it's me Noel. uh here for an unscheduled appearance on a regular episode of movie crush um today i have the absolute pleasure of interviewing podcaster raconteur storyteller and genuine pop star kesha who also happens to be a really kind and, and lovely thoughtful person um i met kesha while working on her podcast uh kesha and the creepies where she talks to all kinds of interesting people about all kinds of interesting stuff typically um revolving around the paranormal and you know spooky stuff uh and the first guest she ever had on her podcast was alice cooper um who she became a huge fan of from the movie wayne's world that we talk about today uh it's very clear from talking to her that this movie holds a super special place in her heart just like it does mine we're pretty close to the same age and uh clearly both came up with this movie um as kids and it carried on with us throughout our adult lives and it's something uh, i've always kind of referred back to as for words of wisdom or at the very least you know some pretty quotable quotes uh, and kesha seems to feel very much the same way so uh sit back and relax with your your m&m'd popcorn I know that's a Chuck favorite. And uh, enjoy this very special movie crush interview with the one and only Kesha. 
I was just reading up on uh, some some Wikipediaing, you know, <laughs> on, <laughs> well, on Wayne's World. Well, you know, like I just like I've seen this movie so many times. This is like I saw this in the theater when I was a kid. I didn't even rewatch it for this because I can quote it like front to back. Me but just, too. You know, any little tidbits about the production and stuff like that. And it's kind of refamiliarizing myself with like the time in which it came out. It was 1993, I think. And it was the highest grossing movie of that or the highest grossing movie of that year and the highest grossing uh, Saturday Night Live adaptation of all time, which totally makes sense because so many of those are hit or miss. But this one obviously hit. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, it changed my life. That is a big statement. I about know. A silly buddy comedy. You got to explain how did Wayne's World, the movie <laughs> change Kesha's life? OK. For real, it changed my life because that was the first time I saw Alice Cooper on mm -hmm. stage. And I was yep. like, whatever that guy's doing, <laughs> I want to do what <laughs> that guy does. And Feed my Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. <Huge. laughs> and just the <laughs> stage show. And then he was just like lovely afterwards. And of course, like it like made me. In my heart, I was like, I want to do that, A. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with Alice Cooper. And since then, I have now become, like, really close friends with him. I went out to dinner yep. with him, like, last night. I, his daughter is one of my best friends. We did a song together. We've been snorkeling, looking at sea turtles together. But it all oh started. It all started with Wayne's World. Of course, yeah. And he was obviously also one of the first guests on your podcast, uh, Kesha yeah. and the Creepies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that scene is iconic for so many reasons. I think he just sort of plays into this idea that he's going to be this like scary, you know, horror guy. But in fact, he's like, well, actually, you know, the, what is it? Uh, Mil Milwaukee, Milwaukee comes from the Algonquin word, Milwaukee, which means the good land. <laughs> It's so good. Does it's, this guy know how to party or what? I mean, come on. And like, we're not worthy when they meet oh, him. And of course, of course. Like every time I meet someone who I'm starstruck by, I yeah. have to keep myself from doing that. And occasionally, depending on my mood, I'll just do it. And just do they'll it. be like, what are you doing? I'm like, you don't know Wayne's Get it over with. <laughs> party with Alice Cooper? Hello. Uh, uh, so, I mean, look, that movie is just quotable on so many levels. It's up there with, like, let's say, The Big Lebowski for me. That's a movie that I can just, like, pull quotes from, attached or use them in all kinds of different situations, and they just apply. Oh, same. Um, yeah. So, okay, change your life in terms of, like, maybe giving you a model for, like, an aesthetic, like, creatively in Alice Cooper. But what about the humor and kind of, like, the heart? Like, what else really spoke to you about Wayne's World? Oh, my God. I mean... So I am also obsessed, obviously, with Wayne, but Garth, like his awkwardness, I was mm -hmm. like, I really relate to that guy. Like mm -hmm. just feeling <laughs> just like total awkward guy. And then Dana was a guest on Cash and the Creepies, too. Mm -hmm. So I like fully almost I've got like 66.6% of the people I want on my I podcast. So now I just got I got to get Wayne. You gotta get Wayne. Gotta yeah. get Wayne. Uh, well, now now they're doing those uh, 
I don't mean to sound negative, but those Uber Eats commercials they do together really freak me out. They just they, they don't look right anymore for those characters. They they're a little too long in the tooth to be rocking those wigs. Um, but it's 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 charming, but it still freaks me out a little bit. But uh, I, I gotta ask, you're saying awkward. You related to Garth. I don't see that way. I'm sure a lot of your fans don't see that way. You've got so much confidence and poise, and I could never really picture you being that awkward kid. But can you talk about that time in your life and why you might have related to that character? Oh, so I'm much? not like an awkward kid. I'm an awkward adult person. <laughs> like I'm fully I'm so awkward. And then there's a part where he's decked out in all the different brands, and he's talking about like. But why? I forget what the yeah. words are. But he's like, oh no, it's the whole sellout bit where it's. Like, I don't know why people just like have to only do things for money. It's just sad. Yeah. It's just, he's like, here, take one of these. Small, yellow, different. <laughs> yes, that's what it is, and it's just so funny because when you get to be an entertainer. Then yeah. all of a sudden people want you to like sell a toothbrush, and I'm like, Whoa, of course, I brush my teeth. Okay. I'll sell yeah. this toothbrush. But then part of me always thinks of that scene in Wayne's World where he's like decked out in all the brands. And I'm like, yep, I relate yeah. to that. I and I relate to his awkwardness. Just like I, yesterday I did a um, live stream and I just felt like it just he tried to teach me how to talk like him, but I can't do it. <laughs> Just like to play. I don't know. It's just like the exactly, super awkward. Exactly. Just, I don't know. I'm awkward as shit. <laughs> well, you know what? That I, I think it's endearing. And I honestly think that like being yourself and just owning it, whatever that means, is kind of just the only way to be. And I, I agree. That movie kind of taught. It really is kind of about being yourself and about kind of doing your thing and not letting other people kind of like tell you who you are, you know, I mean, maybe I'm like, yeah, no, this. I think it is too. It's about like also like the lines of which I think this might also be like, maybe I'm reading into it now, but now I'm thinking about it. Like the lines of which you're okay with and what is selling out and what isn't like, mm -hmm. because certain things aren't selling out, but you're dealing with a brand and then certain things like just feel like you're compromising your art and your craft and mm -hmm. watching Wayne's world when they partner with what is his name? Noah's arcade. Noah's arcade. That's right. Yeah. And then it just all turns into this like very polished song. And I, I relate to that because I remember my very first tour was with Rihanna yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm like this like little kind of gutter punk kid and I live in this house with a bunch of different people. And like, it was kind of like this punk, like flop house. It was just all sure. different types of people sleeping there. And it was fun and it was disgusting and it was great. <laughs> and I was like, I, okay, I want to make my life onto a stage performance in my life right now. Is It's not super glamorous. There are a lot of things duct taped together and, I'm not going to try to pretend to be some polished person that I'm just not. I'm just not that. So then I hired a musical director to do like walk on music for when I was going on stage. And I remember he was a lovely guy. No shade to him. But he made walk on music that sounded just like it was like, here comes Kesha, 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 Kesha. Here she comes. It's Kesha. Woo. And I was like. 
What the uh, fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. I mean, but that's so that's so funny because like you know you got your start being so you know, you do have that kind of rough aesthetic in a lot of ways. And you sort of like kind of came into your own before our very eyes. And then you've obviously turned, made a lot of twists and turns in your career, but it always felt, you know, like you. Um, and now, especially, I feel like you've really kind of gone in this more almost like, I don't know if the word psychedelic is right. Psychedelic is have, absolutely yeah. the right word. I was hoping you yeah. would use that word. Good. It's it's a it's a word I probably throw around a little too much. Even on this show, uh, listeners joke sometimes that there's a drinking game for every time Noel says an aesthetic is psychedelic. <laughs> well, drink take a, it. Take a shot. <laughs> exactly. But but I, I think my point is about Wayne's World. And again, uh, I think we're like analyzing what's ultimately just kind of a, a silly comedy. But there is so much heart to it, and it does have this message. But it, it's very self-aware and it gets so meta at the end with like the multiple endings and oh kind of like these stock characters and the way it breaks all the walls, you know, of kind of reality. They open a door and then there's like this training sequence from like Mission Impossible <laughs> so going on, you know. Um, I just love that about it. It's, it's, it, is, it is psychedelic in that it has all of these like things that couldn't possibly exist in reality, but it's also somehow grounded in reality. But then like magic can just kind of happen out of nowhere, you know. It Totally is. And then, yeah, the whole thing is you're just like on this ride where you don't know what's about to happen. And I love that. And the awkward humor is great. And then there is so much heart. And then when Wayne walks up to the camera, when Cassandra is filming mm -hmm. the video Cassandra. with the snake, yep. he's like, there isn't any film in this <laughs> camera. <laughs> and he rips it open and all yep. the film comes falling yes. out for like an yes. awkward amount of time. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it just makes me so happy. Like, that's my movie I watch when all else fails. I During right. quarantine, I've watched that movie. I can't even tell you. Like, so many times. If I'm stressed or I'm bummed or the world's sure. falling apart, I'm like, you know what will make all, it all better? All three, you know, all of, all of the above. Or all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a narcissistic sociopath in office. Like, exactly. I just put on Wayne's World and I'm like, yeah, it will be okay. I know, because Wayne's <laughs> World, like you can understand Wayne's World. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm kind of, again, probably overthinking this a bit, but it is like this universe that exists kind of like he's the narrator. He's talking directly to the camera. Um, it is literally his world, but it's also the name of the show. Uh, I recently, I have a 12-year-old daughter who is basically like, well, I didn't know might that. as well be, yeah, she might as well be like 19. It's ridiculous. She's gotten like she's super into like cosplay and weird anime and super bizarre humor, which is amazing I, I love you know her sense of humor it's really dark and weird and there's whole swaths of her life and the kind of humor and stuff she's into that doesn't connect with me and i'm starting to kind of feel like an old man but i made her i literally made her sit down and watch wayne's world one and two back to back with good me. dad and she wouldn't admit it but i could tell she was glued to it because it has a similar sensibility to some of the very like Tim and Eric -y yeah. absurdist humor that she's into. Um, and I could tell she really loved it and she really got it, even though she would never say, whoa, dad, that was awesome. Thank you so much for showing me. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was fine. But like, I could tell that she was mega into it and that made me feel good. Yeah, you're like, I, yeah, I did up. a good thing. You <laughs> like it. <laughs> I did a thing. I did a um, good thing. No, I think it is like very self-aware is a good thing to pick up on it because I think especially now 
like it's great to be self-aware. I feel like the younger generation is more self-aware than yes. at least I was shit. But absolutely. But I think yeah. that's a really good, that's a really positive thing. So I think the whole movie being so self-aware about how ridiculous it is makes right. it just so lovable. But it also has like a moral kind of compass, like a moral center. Again, like we said about being yourself and like not selling out too much. You can, it's, it's not even selling out if you're just successful. You can find success and do the things that you love without having to quote unquote be a seller. I think that's the message. Yeah. And stick um, to your artistic guns and yes. compromise where it's okay to compromise and you feel okay about it. But then also don't if it doesn't. And I think doesn't. that is something that I've carried with me. Throughout my entire career, I will attribute that to also to Wayne's World. And I had a reality TV show and I used to talk to the camera and I made an infinite amount of jokes about how awkward it was. But I was the only person that could talk to the camera because my brother would keep trying to talk to the camera. I'd be like, no, no, no. This is like Wayne's World. (laughs) I get to talk to camera, not you. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Done. 
So I definitely butchered some little stats up front. So I'm going to go ahead and make that right. Sure. It came out in 1992, not 93. It was the 10th highest grossing movie of that year. And I was right. It does remain the single highest grossing SNL sketch based movie of all time. Um, and it was directed by Penelope Spheris. Do you know much about Penelope Spheris? I don't. I was like five. I was five yeah. when it came out. So yeah. I don't know like the the details of it like I would now, like when I would look up stuff. I just know that I was like enamored. So tell me about totally. her. Well, she's really interesting. Um, she's someone that's worth looking into just as like a badass woman. Um, so few uh, women directors that get their due in Hollywood, period. Yeah, um, I agree. But she was definitely like uh, a big shot, you know, director. She did a lot of comedies and stuff, but she also did these amazing documentaries. One of them was called uh, Heavy Metal parking lot oh my god she did heavy metal parking lot she did and she also did the decline of western civilization uh in 1981 which was about like punk and then she did the decline of western civilization part two which was about metal and it was like all of these you know ozzy and kiss and aerosmith and megadeth and all these like wasp you know there's the scene of like the wasp guitarist like floating in a you know pool on like a giant inflatable like duck or something like clearly smacked out and with like a bottle of vodka so it's just like the most like you know debauched kind of view of that world ever um and she did that she did these amazing documentaries and then she did like a bunch of like chris farley movies she did like black sheep oh my god love that too love that one she did the beverly hillbillies wow um the little rascals like clearly she was into this streak of kind of like old sitcoms being made into movies um but then she just was like you know what fuck Hollywood. And she never made another movie again. She like left, she moved, she completely disavowed everything because she was kind of almost forced out and was just treated like garbage and just was like, you know what? This isn't worth it. And so she, she got out. Um, but she's this really outspoken woman. I really wish she had a podcast. Um, and it was just a super influential. Man, yeah, I'm going to check her yeah. out now. Like you're super inspiring me to Check her out. By the way, I, I messed up. Spheris did not do Heavy Metal Parking Lot. They were very adjacent films with the uh, Western Civilization movies, but she didn't do that one. So I just wanted to get that corrected. Sure. <laughs> well, and Cassandra, I love having the, I don't know, she's like kind of a hero and like stands her own and is such a badass. I loved her character. Like t- growing up to me, I was like, I want to be. I want to be like her, like she's such a badass and she's so hot and confident and screams and covers these awesome songs. Just like everything about her, I was like, she's a badass. Like she's definitely an idol of mine. Absolutely. And uh, that's kind of what obviously attracts Wayne to her because she's immediately like, she, you know, she, what is she like, does she kicks the the bouncer's ass or some guy yeah, that like kind of accidentally gropes her. And she does this total like badass kind of ninja, you know, sequence. Um, and then she's also really approachable. Like she's, 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 you know, tough and she's not going to put up with any shit, but she's ultimately like, you know, here, come to my loft. You can, you can come to my loft party or whatever. And then, you know, she likes him and he's kind of a nerd. Like he really isn't like a cool guy, Wayne, even like (laughs) none of them are. And that's what makes them so appealing. No, not at all. I'm actually taking this a step further, which may be totally inaccurate, but this may be at five years old where my love of nerds 
that are awkward was born. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I like wanted to be her and like dress like her and with the lace and the red and playing the bass. And it was just all really so cool. And mm-hmm. like you said, she'll take no shit, but she's really sweet. And mm-hmm. and then she just like love he she picks a total nerd over this like smooth talking rich guy that's good at ordering food on the phone right 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 <laughs> right yeah yeah cantonese he like totally flexes that he uh, can speak cantonese like yeah oh man it's amazing um so that's the thing too with cassandra so that's uh, tia carrera as the as the actor that plays cassandra yes, and her. she actually does all those vocals um you know is you can't fake that kind of you know rock and roll badassery and obviously huge kind of fashion icon the way she like presents oh, yeah. herself and i imagine that would have uh, spoken to you as well oh my god fully like my best friend and i saw it i was like five and she was like seven and we went to the thrift store and found a bunch of like lace and made like i was in a sewing school Miss Marguerite Sewing School. She's a lovely older woman who's very, very conservative. And so we went into sewing school after watching Wayne's World. And we're like, we're going to make a dress like this. And she was horrified. (laughs) And like a five-year-old and a seven-year-old are trying to make... Like Cassandra's dress. Right. Which, which is like a mega mini like pleather skirt yeah, type situation. And probably, I right? remember yeah. my friend actually, who's still my best friend, she got kicked out of sewing school because she's like, no, I am making this dress. And Miss Marguerite was like, no, you're going to look like a baby hooker. And she was like, <laughs> I'm making the dress. And then, of course, I was like... Loyal friend. Uh, Yeah, I was like, loyal friend. I was like, she can wear what she wants to. Mm -hmm. And that was the story of how I got kicked out of sewing school. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. (laughs) It happens to the best. Yeah, my kid is actually taking sewing classes too. And she does all this crazy, like, mega creative uh, cosplay stuff. Like, she's really into anime and she, like, sews these insane costumes and, like, does these, like, TikTok videos and stuff. That's great, though. I think it's such a good creative outlet to sew and make clothing. It's so creative. And it's also, but it's like, it's weird because she's 12 and some of this stuff does push the, these bar- these boundaries a little bit, but I know what she's doing and I know what her intent is and she just owns it. And it's like, if someone says to me, like, how can you let your daughter dress like that or whatever? My answer is like, I don't let her do shit. Like, I mean, this is a creative outlet for her and she's owning it. And, and she just does it. And she just does it. And it's not, you know, there's just no way around it, but it's not like something that I'm concerned about or the idea of being too sexualized or any shit like that. I mean, it's totally a form of expression and I'm yeah. proud of her, you know, and I think it's incredible. When I think at the time, this was before TikTok was a thing and Instagram, mm-hmm. like it was just me and my best friend walking around the house looking like baby hookers. So mm. I'm pretty sure my mom would have been like, you're not going anywhere in this like red, yeah. very short, inappropriate thing. But like right. we were feeling ourselves so hard and like in Absolutely. the basement singing, I forget what it was, like trying to learn how to scream like Tia Carrera. Totally. Oh, yeah. At the end of uh, Ballroom Blitz, yes. when she does that. The Ballroom Blitz, like, that's still, yeah. oh, her god. scream is like. It kills. The, oh, my God. She smashes. It kind of cuts you to the soul. It really, like, connects with you, you know. 
um, viscerally, like in this primal way. I, I absolutely love her performance. Can we talk a little bit about the soundtrack? This was the was first compact say, yeah. disc I ever owned. I had this on CD, first one I ever bought with my own money. <laughs> Turned me on to so much cool music. It's got like Dinosaur Jr. on it. Yes. It's got like a lot of amazing classic rock, obviously, but it's kind of all over the place. And then obviously it put um, Bohemian Rhapsody on the legit oh like, my charts. God. I totally After, forgot. Yeah. That's a, mm -hmm. also a huge moment in my life. Like talking mm -hmm. about changing my life. That was the moment I was introduced to Queen. Mm -hmm. And forever when I hear that song, I know it's like it's a masterpiece. I listen to that song all the time. But I can't help but like thinking about the Mirthmobile and like if yeah. you're going to spew, spew into this. Spew I, into this. And then like it shaped my life in that. When I would have been going to college those years, instead yeah. I came to LA and lived at this like grimy, crusty house and me and all my friends would like drive around going to shows, being like crusty kids. And then we'd pick up the people that were too drunk to drive and throw them in the backseat. <laughs> we would always quote like, if you're going to spew, spew into this. And the tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny paper cup, which I, that's, that sells the joke is that it's this tiny it's little paper cup. So good. But I have so many friends that have been in that condition where I'm like, all right, get in the back. Let's get go. We're going <laughs> to a go. show. And like Ballroom Blitz. That was the first time I heard Bohemian Rhapsody. Alice, this is the first time I ever saw yep. what mm -hmm. Alice Cooper was. And, um, ball, ballroom Blitz, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Alice Cooper. Like that to me was such a gateway drug to good music. That movie was. Mm -hmm. um, I was a big fan of Dreamweaver. Uh, <gasps> yeah. It's got a lot of really cool synthy blips and bloops and stuff. And that's when he first sees Cassandra and it cuts and does this cheesy kind of like 70s halo effect around her head. And then Dreamweaver plays. Um, but I had the soundtrack and I, I listened to this soundtrack on repeat. So I really got into that song like um, Radar Love, I believe, is also in it Wait, by Golden Earring. Yes. And isn't there, I could be wrong, isn't there a Hendrix song? Um, yeah, Foxy Lady. Yes. Because when uh, Garth, you know, is super hot for that blonde at the uh, uh, the, donut the donut shop, shop. <laughs> and he finally gets his, you know, courage up and he just takes it to 11, you know. Oh, I loved it. Like <laughs> I, I think it's a fantasy. I think it's a fantasy sequence, maybe. I can't remember exactly. It's my fantasy. That. Like yeah. if some man did that at me, <laughs> any man out there wants to woo yeah. me. Totally. All you have just, to do is just, be really awkward, yeah. stab yeah. donuts, and yep. sing Foxy Lady awkwardly. Foxy Lady. At well, there's that part shop. where he like loses control of his like midsection kind oh of. My it's, God. He's, he's looking at it like it's sort of like got a mind of its own. That was the part that made my daughter kind of cringe because <laughs> she's she sort of recoils at like anything like remotely sexualized or like you know making out. Even she'll be like cover her eyes. It's pretty adorable. But that was she's like, what is going? on i'm like it's funny <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious and yeah. he's like yeah it's just the power of hendrix like takes over his groin yeah which the power of which hendrix happens compels I you <laughs> yeah the power of true. hendrix compels you <laughs> it's just like he just is my hero i think yeah that movie is my hero it's not even one person or one part the whole movie is my hero yeah or, no i'm with you <laughs> like if um Wait, if she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Yep. I still exactly. I still have a friend that every day on my birthday texts me. 
if you were president, you'd be Abraham Lincoln. And it's my favorite yeah. birthday text. And if Benjamin were an ice cream flavor, <laughs> he'd be pralines and dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he Again, totally would be quotable infinitely what, what is it with there there's laying on the roof of that car which is like i want to know where that place is by the way like oh i think i know can, where it is but just in in general like in a city with an airport i want to know where you can pull your car up and like lay on it and watch the planes it sounds terrifying but it's also just what a great device the bonding moment between them like their special place they go oh i'm pretty sure that's in la because i was so obsessed with that movie when i was little whenever we'd come to la i'd be like i want to go do the wayne's world thing and my mom would drive me to lax and park the car and let me lay on the roof to sit under the airplanes and scare the ever living shit out of myself and that started with wayne's world like that's why i'm telling you this movie changed my life Mm -hmm. like i can see that psychotically it's also, it's got so many like amazing pop culture references that I probably didn't, I mean, definitely didn't fully get at the time. But then over time, as I started taking in more stuff and more music and more references and all that, it kept having a new life for me every time I'd watch it, where I'd get more jokes every time I'd watch it. Because I've grown up with this movie, as as clearly you have. Yeah. No, I'm like, now I'm like, I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm just going to watch it again. <laughs> watch it again. It really is like a comfort food or something totally. like it's like a warm blanket of a movie because everything ends up great every and you know like nothing really bad's gonna happen to anybody they're, they're gonna have some struggles along the way of course there's the classic like friend breakup and then they get back together and that of course is around the plane where he's swearing and saying all this horrible stuff with the planes flying because you kiss your mother with that mouth <laughs> and you can't hear um, what they're saying which is yes, brilliant it's it's brilliant Oh my God. And then they, you know, they come back together and they unite for the cause of saving love. And then yeah, at the very end, like you said, like it kind of has like the super weird ending, which I yes. never saw coming and so appreciate that it wasn't just like the straightforward feel good ending, but they give you options. Like right. who would think, it's like one of those books you get to pick your, Choose your own adventure situation. Yeah, exactly. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Now, I think we're both on the same page and probably, I think we're probably close to the same age and probably experienced this like in a very similar trajectory, but obviously very different, you know, like as a dude, you know, I took a lot of different things from it than, than you did, like as a young woman growing up and, you know, being all about empowerment and music and just being a badass. And I think I probably got a lot of my sense of humor from it, like a Me lot too. of my kind of, you know, dry kind of meta sense of humor. I necessarily would never claim to you know, have mastered it, but it definitely started me <laughs> off on the right track in terms same. of my life, what I like. No, totally and, same. Yeah. There was another part that I was just thinking of, but it is, is escaping me. Wait, there was something, there's another part that's so good. I mean, the whole thing is so good. Mm -hmm. If anybody hasn't watched Wayne's World, which oh my God. would be yeah. insanity, it but be. it's never too late to start on the right path. <laughs> Go exactly. watch it. It is it is the right path because it really does have like wisdom, heart, absolute bonkers, absurdist humor, really good physical comedy too. Oh, you know, yeah. like a lot of like Pratt Falls. I love when they're doing the army crawl and Garth's like, I fell on my keys. <laughs> Go on without me. No, it's, it's so like, good and so dramatic. <laughs> oh, I remember when um Stacy, Wayne's ex. Yes, of course. On the bike. <laughs> On the oh, bike. That's the, that, yeah. Oh my God. But also giving him a gun rack. Yeah. And he's like, right. I don't own a gun, let yeah. alone many guns that would, would necessitate facilitate an entire rack. Yes. <laughs> the best part rack. for me though is that he he said he very specifically says a gun. A gun. Ag, ag gun, let alone many guns <laughs> that would facilitate an entire rack. <laughs> It's You're mental, you know, whatever. And then she's the one who does all the good physical. That's Lara Flynn Boyle, right? Yes. From Twin Peaks. And she like falls through that skylight. That is and, and then epic. there's, she's trying to like, you know, get his attention. And it's just the saddest thing. And then she's later, you see her in the neck brace and they're playing street hockey with yeah. the game, you know, game on and car. And she's not paying attention and just slams into this car and just like, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's, and yeah. that even. Even, I think even that character, I was like, I've had moments where I'm like, in my younger years, where I've been like, I know where somebody's probably going to be. So I'm going to go there and just like be around and be crazy. Mm -hmm. So like, I relate to all the characters. They've all influenced me in both positive and negative ways. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's something that's really neat about it is there's you can see a little of Wayne in yourself. You can see a little of Garth in yourself. You can see a little of Alice Cooper in yourself. Yeah. You know, you can see a little of Mr. Big or something in, in your life. There's all these kind of stock characters that's really easy to connect to and, and relate to. And um, I just think it's a really special movie. And uh, I don't know. I, is there anything else that really stuck with you about it or anything that we haven't talked about? I mean, it's just been a pleasure talking to you about this movie. Hmm, I'm trying to think. I, I will say like Cassandra and her band shooting that video. I've always right. wanted to make a video that's like an homage to that with the snake sure. and like Tarzan on the drums right, in right. with the waterfall the cloths and the waterfall yeah and then she's like the snake is what, what is it like oh is, it, like, is that you or the snake or something like that and then that's the moment where she's like Wayne yes. like, I'm out of here you know that's when she finally because you worry about Cassandra too you worry she's drinking the Kool-Aid yeah and that she's turning to the dark side uh, or something, or that she's buying into Benjamin's bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, she sort of is, but that's the point. That stuff can be alluring. And then you, you know, she kind of gets 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 it back and sees what's really going on and then gets her record deal on her own terms or yes. with Wayne's help, you know? And I love that part where it's just like, you don't need this slimy man being like questionable to do what you need to do. And I think not to get all like feminist on you, but I wish more women knew that. Like you don't have to depend on some guy telling you that you're great to know that you are great because men don't necessarily need another man telling them that they're great to have that confidence. But it's just part of society that you almost feel like you need this reassurance from a man that quote unquote knows what they're doing. Right. And you don't, you can ride no. on your talent alone. And I think that's such an important message is to believe in yourself, like whatever yep. gender you are, but just having that self-confidence and not being willing to compromise your integrity and potentially work with people that are slimy and creep you out like totally. you're a talent right on that and have confidence in it and she does and everything works out great not to spoil the ending but hopefully well, everyone that's it, listening to yeah. this has I, seen I think the, movie. the statute of limitations on spoiling wings world is probably <laughs> up by now spoiler but, um, alert well I, I, I do want to say like you know with again with my daughter like i see that in her and it's just like it's i feel like you know obviously nothing's perfect and things aren't like, you know, completely we're living in some sort of post gender world where that stuff doesn't matter or like post racism or all that shit. That's all these kind of imaginary terms. But I do see my kid just knowing who she is at a, way earlier than I ever possibly could have. Not to mention that she's, you know, a young woman and there's so much more pressure and it's a whole nother thing. But like at 12, I didn't know shit about who I was or what I was going to be or oh what I God. liked even. And she just owns it so hardcore. And I'm just kind of speaking in general to like, you know, this, the gener this generation we're talking about, I think there's hope. <laughs> and I think I do too. Uh, I, also, I really yeah, do. Yeah, I really do. And the fact that she gets Wayne's world makes me have even more hope. <laughs> yes, me too. Oh my God. That's going to be the first movie I watch my yet to be determined if I have a child, but if I have one, I'm just going to play Wayne's World gently in the background yeah, while they sleep. Exactly. And I'm going like to watch it on repeat while I'm pregnant. <laughs> just I think it's smart. They get I that smart. feminist 
strength, but like softness. And it's just like, it's just so interesting. I love Cassandra as like her character in that movie is just so epic. Like totally, really like such a good role model. Mm -hmm. No, completely agree. Um, Some pretty notable fun cameos in this. There's uh, Bill Murray's brother plays Noah Vanderhoff, uh, Brian Doyle Murray. Um, Don't really think about him much, but he is Bill Murray's brother. Wait, Uh, which one was he? I don't, I didn't know this. He's Noah's arcade, (gasps) Noah Vanderhoff. That is, uh, that's yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. You can see it in his face. Um, but yeah, they're, they're definitely, he's the older brother of Bill Murray. Wow. Um, he was also in Caddyshack and Scrooge and Ghostbusters 2 and Groundhog Day and, and a lot of those Harold Ramis movies that they did together. No, but, no I know uh, the actor, but I had no yeah, idea yeah. they were related. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's when you look at him, you can kind of see it. Like we said, Lara Flynn Boyle, amazing as the, you know, psycho hose beast ex-girlfriend. <laughs> uh, we've got Meatloaf. As the bouncer <laughs> yeah. at the gas works, so uh, where good. he's like, who's playing tonight? It's like, so-and-so, so-and-so, and the shitty Beatles. Like, how are they? Like, they, they suck. suck. <laughs> <So> <laughs> not good. just a clever name. No, not just a clever name. Exactly. Uh, and then we do have, obviously, Alice Cooper playing himself, but all the people in his band, you know, who are asking him these, like, questions, like he's some sort of professor. Also, the real members of his band, uh, Pete Friesen. Uh, he's the one he addresses by name. Well, Pete, you know, talking about Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek, uh, Sharon, Sharinian, Steph Burns, and Jimmy DeGrasso. And they actually are playing on stage when they do that song. That was, uh, such a big deal for you and, and me too. I mean, I just was like, what is this guy? Weird. His name's Alice and he's a dude. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, it just like, it, it, it reminds me of when I first encountered Iggy Pop was in the amazing show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Um, oh my God, really? He, That's he, so he funny. played Nona, the character's dad. And I remember seeing his name in the credits and being like, what kind of a name is this for a human person? <laughs> and I didn't, you know, my parents were both opera singers. So I kind of found popular music my on my own over time I, they didn't really like turn me on to records like most people's i mean they turned me on to like classical music and stuff and i played violin from a really early age but i didn't find you know quote unquote cool music until you know i was later in my teens um but this soundtrack definitely started branching me off into some interesting stuff and then you know alice cooper and glam rock and then getting into like t-rex and oh, yeah. bowie of course and all of that oh you're of shit, speaking but. my language right now i'm staring at a picture with me and iggy pop because we did a song together a couple of years ago and it's in my studio so yeah. i'm like he's the best oh my he's one god of my he's the uh, best he's yeah. i pray sometimes to iggy and dolly and alice yes. and then Love if it. i if i need to i'll just like i'll text alice and be like hey I'm having, he has just given me so much good life advice. And he was the first successful, like mega successful person that gave me the time of day and wanted to write with me. And it was just like so crazy. And I felt like being like, I'm not worthy. Like fully the whole time was living that fantasy of like, I'm so not worthy. And now we're good friends. And I'm so lucky to be friends with him because he's such a genuinely amazing person and i love when isn't that, that nice when, isn't that nice when it works out oh like God. i mean not not blowing smoke at all i swear but I, I very much feel that way about you you are a very Aww. you know very down to earth very kind thoughtful person and it's i work with a lot of you know celebrity 
types, whatever, terrible term, but it is what it is. Uh, and some of them are not great people <laughs> or they're just so, you know, up their own kind of like drinking their own Kool-Aid that they're just like, it's a, it's a chore. But every time we've had an interaction, it's always been just like a human, lovely conversation. And this has been uh, the best. I an absolute pleasure. agree. And I love that you love Wayne's World and I love that your daughter secretly loves it too, secretly. because I do think it is, there's so many undertones of like, believe in yourself and being a feminist, standing up for yourself, not taking shit, but still being kind and having a sense of humor. Uh, there's just so much in it to take away. If you really want to analyze it, which we've done or yeah, surface think, level, you get or stoned and watch fun. it and it's fun. It's as just hell. fun. It's yeah. A hundred percent. Kesha, tell us a little bit about your podcast, Kesha and the creepies and who are some exciting guests you've got coming up and where people can find it. Um, so most recently I'm super excited, but anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can catch Kesh and the Creepies and it's me talking to interesting people about alternative thought, about anything supernatural, about the unexplainable, spiritual, pretty much whatever the guest wants to talk about. I've talked to Demi Lovato about UFOs. I've talked to Alice Cooper. I've talked to Dana Carvey. That one wasn't really creepy. He was trying to teach me how to do voices, but it was wildly entertaining for me, at least. I was like living oh, out my five-year-old fantasy of him trying to teach me how to talk like um, Garth, which I've failed at <laughs> miserably. But if you want to, if out. you want to see that, it's pretty embarrassing, and that is um, up for public consumption. So Kesha and the Creepies, you can get on the iHeart app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. But it's been my new passion project. Like, it really has been. So I'm super grateful that you saw the potential and knowing that I could blabber about interesting shit to interesting people and giving me that opportunity. So I'll always appreciate the opportunity that you've given me because it's really been a mind-expanding experience it's been really fun it's been really weird it's been really creepy it's been like very scientific and it's also mm -hmm. been really spiritually enlightening and just like it's all the good stuff you know like especially during totally. this time when there's so little to be certain about like hopefully we're coming <laughs> out of this so time. many questions yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah just talking to people about how they're coping and what they believe in and what weird experiences they've had and it's just been, it's been the best. I really think it's saved my quarantine. And then to be able to put it out for public consumption has been really fun because maybe if someone's feeling a little bit like they're having an existential crisis, which is my um, specialty, they can <laughs> join me in like listening to people talk about their own versions of connecting with the supernatural. Or Demi was talking about connecting with ufos or extraterrestrials or gabby bernstein talking about really just manifesting the best life for you and how to just kind of become spiritually sound and upcoming i'm really excited i talked to phoebe bridgers who i'm such a fan of love her and that conversation was so nice and like you were saying like it was just like a fucking cool conversation with mm -hmm. a really, really cool person that I respect a lot. So I'm excited for people to hear that. And um, yeah, I, have a, I have a bunch coming up, but 
the one that I most wow. recently did was Phoebe Bridgers, and that was really cool because she was. Yeah, just, I knew that one was coming, and I'm a fan of. I mean, I'm a fan of her music, but also just like her vibe. She's just such a like chill, lovely, very funny, very self. Um, possessed kind of person yeah. she has her thing and she's like a cassandra you know like yes. when she smashed that guitar on snl and just had this like got the internet going totally nuts like she's an incredible human person it would seem and uh, oh my god that, that, yeah that and out. you know what's weird tying it all back to wayne's world because everything always does easily on my first tour because of wayne's world i made a bedazzled skeleton outfit and then phoebe Bridgers performs mm -hmm. in a skeleton outfit. So that's right. It's just full like circle. it all is such full circle to Alice and to Wayne's world. We're not worthy indeed. Especially <laughs> this has been an absolute pleasure as always. Um, thanks for hanging out with me on Movie Crush. And oh my Wayne's God. World. Anytime. This is great. I could talk about movies all day, especially Wayne's world. Party on Kesha. Oh my God. Party on <laughs> Noel. Movie Crash is produced and written by Charles Bryant and Noel Brown, edited and engineered by Seth Nicholas Johnson, and scored by Noel Brown here in our home studio at Ponce Market, Atlanta, Georgia, for iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug right, needed. Let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 